Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. Recording. Praise the Lord. The devil is a liar. We don't care, guys. There's 400 of you on whatever people come, people go. We are praying. We are believing for the healing power of God. And we're going to give the devil a black eye tonight. Okay, He's messing things up. Things aren't working. And we're going to we're going to go. We're going to pray. We've been praying every night. We're on day two of seven of daily prayer to start 2024. Me and Jared were talking about this when I decided we were going to do this of like, hey, what better way to start the year than seven days of prayer, calling out to God, crying out to him, giving ourselves to him and saying, let us make 2024 a year of prayer. This is not a prophetic word, by the way, for you guys, but let it be a year where we focus on prayer. We engage with God. If Jesus said prayer is important, how how much more should we be praying? Yeah. And he didn't say when you pr- he didn't say if you pray, he said when, when. you pray. So he expects that we're praying. So tonight we're going to be praying for those that are sick in body. We're going to be praying prophetically, prophesying, getting words of knowledge, praying for those of you in the chat, talking a little bit about healing, kind of teaching as we go. But we are are believing for those that have incurable diseases, those that are not able to have children, those that are sick in body. Maybe you can't walk. Maybe you have some type of rare disease. Our God is a God that heals. I don't know why, Jared, we have so much faith in doctors and nurses and pills, which is great but we have no faith that God can heal. Mm. The moment we get sick in our body, we run to look for a solution to doctors. We run to look to medicine. And there's a place for that. Luke was a physician and he wrote the most supernatural book in the Bible, the book of Acts. Come on now. Yet he also wrote about the supernatural power of God to heal. So I'm believing tonight for some of you that need healing in your body. Maybe a doctor hasn't been able to do anything for you. Maybe they don't even know what's wrong with you, but we serve the master physician. That's right. Our God can and our God will heal you. And our God desires to heal. And I remember when I first got saved, praying for someone that had issues in their knee. I was just freshly saved. And I laid my hands on this lady's knee. And I felt her bones moving in my hand. And from that moment on, I said, I will never doubt God. I will never doubt healing. I will believe that God heals. The devil is a liar that God doesn't heal today. That's a demonic doctrine, a lie. The devil is a liar that God doesn't want to heal you. Some of you right now as we're talking, we just started the stream. You're hearing a voice say, God doesn't want to heal you. That is a lie from the devil. The Bible said God desires to heal, and we know tonight God wants to heal you. So don't allow the devil to lie to you. We're going to go hard tonight. We're going to pray, and we are going to believe, and I want you to have faith, and I want you, this is something you were talking about earlier, coming with an expectation, grabbing the hem of his garment that God wants to heal tonight and touch people. Yeah, I was just reading in the chat, Isaiah, and there was this lady commenting. She said, I'm tired of going to the doctor. Mm. There was a woman in the Bible. um, She had an issue for 12 years. She was bleeding. She was losing life. And the Bible says that after she went to the doctor, she only got worse. And some of you are feeling that right now. Some of you are feeling overwhelmed that every time you go to the doctor, it's another bad report. They're confused. They don't know how to heal you. They don't know what to do. So they keep giving you pills. They keep giving you their opinions. But what you need is a healing touch from Jesus. And I just want to just declare that over you right now, that your desperation moves the heart of God. There were so many people in that crowd that was pressing against Jesus. The Bible says he was making his way through the crowd, and then all of a sudden he stopped. And he said, who touched me? And you right now are in the chat, and you're reaching out to Jesus. You're saying, I am so desperate. I need a touch from him tonight. 
So I just want to pray. So Father, yes, in Jesus' God, name, I just him, pray Lord. for those that are tired, those that are overwhelmed, those that just keep seeing the same symptoms over and over. Jesus, we just pray for a complete miracle in their body. What doctors can't do, you are the great physician, and we just release your healing power right now in Jesus' name yes. for everything that has been um, diagnosed as chronic, as generational, no healing, no cure. We just say there's always a cure, and there is a healer, and his name is yes. Jesus, and we just release that over you. We release faith right now in Jesus' name, and we believe that tonight's your night. We believe that all of this disruption was because the devil was trying to get you even more discouraged, but Come we say on. Jesus is going to heal you tonight. We just believe for a miracle. Isaiah, as you were talking earlier, I was reminded, my mom told me this testimony. She said, honey, you'll never have to worry. Jesus will always heal. He'll always perform a miracle. My, my oldest brother, Jason, was born and his legs and his feet were bowed out like this. And the doctor said, hey, we're going to have to put braces on his legs. We're going to have to break his break his shin bones, be able to get him re reconstructed so he would his his feet would go straight. And one night my mom was at a at a prayer meeting and an evangelist showed up, a guy named Tom Chisholm, and Tom laid his hands over my brother's feet and my mom heard the bones crack in wow. his hands and he was instantly healed right now. Some of you you got issues in your knees. Some of you have issues I this reminds me of a young lady. My my, I have two of my boys here in the studio tonight, and my oldest son Noah was with us where there was a girl at our youth group that had the same issue, and we prayed for her, and Noah laid her hands on her, and her, and her hips shifted everything in her body, and her feet used to be like this, and now they went straight, Come and she on. started running down the church aisles. So I'm believing tonight's the night of supernatural miracles in your body. Some of you need to stand up. Some of you need to test it out. Some of you just need to put it in the chat, like, I, like by faith, have you been healed? Do something that you could not do. And yes. we just really believe tonight's the night. Yeah, Lord, we just pray right now that you just remove every sickness out of every person's body. We command your body to come in alignment with the word of God. We speak the yes. healing power of God. I want you guys to realize we have no power to heal you. It is in the name of Jesus that sickness is healed. We pray in his name. The Bible commands us to pray, the, to pray in his name. And it is in the power of Jesus, Jesus Christ. It is in the power of the Holy Spirit that healing happens. So let us look to Christ tonight. Let us look to yeah. God, our healer. A supernatural God. And this is one thing that people didn't understand when Jesus came and exercised authority over sickness and over disease. And Jesus desires this. Jesus wants you whole more than you want to be made whole. And That's I want good. you to realize too, it's not just physical sickness in your body. Also, God wants to heal you emotionally. Yeah. Also, God wants to heal your marriage. God wants to heal relationships. There's trauma you've been through. There's emotional healing that you need. There's healing in your soul. Your mind needs to be healed. Your emotions need to be healed. Your own, your own desires. God wants to restore, renew, and refresh. Discouragement God wants to break. So it's not just physical healing, but we're praying that the healing power of God Come on. would make you whole. Some of you, your marriage is broken. Your family is broken. Your kids are broken. And God wants to bring healing and wholeness to your house. Like we prayed last night, healing in our families. God wants to bring healing and wholeness. So look at what Matthew 14, 14 says. It says, and Jesus went forth and he saw the great multitude and was moved with compassion towards wow. them. And I want to stop and say, when are we going to be moved with compassion? As the church, when are we going to see people sick and hurting, our friends and family, and we're moved by compassion saying, God, it can't be this way that my friends and family are sick and I have the spirit of almighty God in me. Jesus is in me and I'm not moved. 
I'm not moved to pray for the sick. I'm not moved to evangelize to my family. When are we going to be moved by compassion? Jesus was not moved by honorariums. He was not moved by status. Mm -hmm. He was not moved by being a celebrity. He was moved with compassion. I even pray right now, God, that you would help us in 2024 to be moved with compassion. It's good. I'm personally, and I'm not preaching to you guys. I'm talking to myself. I'm tired of seeing people that are sick and not praying for them. I'm tired of seeing family members sick and being like, oh, let me know what the doctor says. Oh, let me know how that goes. I'm tired of being okay with my friends and family sick in body. When I read the Bible and I see Jesus praying for the sick, I see the disciples praying for the sick. So Matthew 14, 14, he's moved with compassion and he healed those that were sick. He healed their sick, the Bible says. So let us be moved. What was motivating Jesus to pray for the sick and lay hands on them? It was compassion. This is a provision of the cross. God wants you healed. In fact, I was thinking, I can't find one instance in the New Testament where God wanted someone sick. Some of you right now think that God wants you sick. You think, well, God, and how many times do we hear this, Jared, traveling? God wants me sick. God's teaching me something. You might learn something, but it's not God putting sickness on you to teach you something. We don't see God putting sickness on people in the New Testament. We see Jesus taking sickness off of people. That's right. So get out of your mind this idea that, oh, God wants me sick. Oh, it's God's desire that I'm sick in body. God doesn't want me whole. God doesn't want me well. That is a lie from the devil. God wants you healed. God wants you whole. God wants you restored. There's nowhere in the Bible where Jesus said, no, I don't want to heal you. No, you don't deserve it. There's no instance in the New Testament where sickness was a blessing in disguise. It's like the Lord just teaching me and blessing me. No, God wants you well. God wants you whole. Can you learn? Yes. You can learn perseverance. You can learn endurance. There's plenty of things you can learn, but let's stop believing that God wants us to be uh, sick. The devil wants you sick. Mm. Friend, the devil wants to still kill and destroy. Jesus comes to bring life and life more abundantly. So God wants to heal you. God wants to restore you. And don't type yet what you need healing for because we're going to pray specifically over people in the chat for a good amount of time tonight. But we're just building faith right now. Father, I pray that you'd remove unbelief. I want you right now to pray as we're leading you, Lord, help my unbelief. If you look at the boy whose son had a demon and Jesus literally delivered the boy, the, the boy's father said, Lord, help my unbelief. The boy's father recognized he had unbelief. Like I recognize tonight there's unbelief in areas of my heart where it's hard to believe God to heal. And so let's start with saying, God, help my unbelief. I don't want unbelief in my heart. Is unbelief stopping my healing? Possibly. Is unbelief stopping God from doing something in my life? Possibly. The Bible says Jesus couldn't do many miracles in that city because of their unbelief. That's right. So the problem wasn't Jesus. The problem was the people had unbelief. So I, I don't want to be in the way. I don't want to be the one stopping a miracle. Lord, I pray tonight, God, Lord, help my unbelief. God, so many times I've had unbelief in my heart. Lord, remove the unbelief out of my heart. I pray tonight in Jesus' name that we would crush the power of unbelief. I yes. pray tonight faith would rise up. Come on, some of you have lost faith for your healing. I pray faith would rise up. Well, Isaiah, I've gotten prayer so many times and I didn't get healed. Today, healed. Today's a new day. Yes. We're not going to come to God tonight building a case against him. Why would we come to God saying, this is what you haven't done? We're coming fresh tonight saying, God, you said it. I believe it. Your word says by your stripes, I am healed. That's right. And so tonight I pray God that you'd bring healing and restoration. We know Psalms 103 says he heals all sickness and yeah. all disease. 
Get that religious mindset out. Get that religion out of your mind. Oh, it's just not the Lord's will all the time. I personally believe it's his will all the time. Are there times where people don't get healed? Of course. Is there times I pray for someone and they don't get healed? Of course. But I never blame God. Jared, I never blame God and say, God, it wasn't your will. We know it's the will of God. We know there's reasons why people don't get healed. I'm not going to sit here and put God on the the stand. Lord, we know you want to heal. And tonight we pray, God, remove the unbelief. Healing is rising up even in your family right now. I see some of you in your living room with your kids that are sick in body. We're going to pray for them specifically. But even before you start praying for them right now, this is a prayer meeting. We're talking and praying together. So we're leading you guys as you're praying, lay your hands on your kid and command them to be healed. Don't sit and go, we're not beggars, we're believers. So don't sit and go, oh God, if it's your will, we know it's his will. We know, we believe, and we command bodies to be healed in Jesus' name. Command that body to be healed in Jesus' name. And it's so important that you touched on faith, Isaiah. There was this uh, man who tried to come to Jesus. He was desperate for Jesus, but there was no room in this house. Mm. And the Bible says his friends grabbed him, took him on a mat, cut a hole in a roof, and then lowered him in front of Jesus. But there was something really special in the Bible. It says that Jesus saw their faith. Mm. And so tonight, you may have run out of faith. Tonight, you may be feeling discouraged. Guess what? Me and Isaiah are going to cut a hole in your roof, and we're going to lower you right in front of Jesus tonight. So, Father, we just come in agreement right now, and we just thank you for your healing power touching everyone in the chat. God, as they have been um, maybe overwhelmed and discouraged, maybe they've even believed lies that family members that have been raised in church their whole life said, well, maybe this is just God's desire for you. Maybe this is just part of your testimony. Maybe you just got to go through this suffering. We say no to that and we say yes to healing we say yes to miracles we say yes to breakthrough right now so we literally by faith cut a hole in the roof and lower you in front of jesus tonight that jesus would see all of our faith together in the chat just say just say faith just type faith in the chat if you're going to help that person tonight so we just stand in agreement the bible says we're two or more gathered he's present and guess what every prayer that we're praying tonight as we're lifting it up to the father it's being intercepted by jesus right Right now, our great intercessor, Isaiah, he is sitting at the right hand of the Father. And as our prayers go up, Jesus grabs our prayers and then whispers them right in his Father's ear. So our prayers are being whispered right now to the Father, and he is going to answer our prayers. Why? He says, you have to be persistent. You have to be like this widow who who keeps knocking on the door. You have to keep asking, and so we're going to keep asking. So listen, you may have prayed a prayer a hundred times. We're going to pray it the hundred and first time tonight, and tonight may be the answer. So we all have faith collectively, and this is going to be the stream that we see miraculous miracles, Isaiah. I really believe there has been so much opposition for us even getting on this chat tonight with all of these issues. We had light issues before this. We've had uh, streaming issues, but guess what? There's no issues in prayer. There's no issues in Jesus. There's no... There's no no frozen. There's no lag, nothing. God is going to answer our prayers tonight. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We just pray, God, restore backs, restore minds, touch bodies right now. I want to read you guys a couple of verses, 1 Peter 2.24. We're going to pray these verses. It says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his, his wounds, yes. you have been healed. Yes. That's 1 Peter 2.24. And I want to prophesy this over you and speak scripture over you that you've been healed according to 1 Peter 2.24 in Jesus' name. You have been healed. Father, I thank Thank you you, that I've been healed. 
I thank you that this sickness has left my body. I thank you, Lord. Come on, thank him right now that you're restoring my mind. I thank you, God, that this cancer will not kill me. The Lord says you shall live and not die. We are not discouraged. We're not, we're not, you know, sitting here without some inheritance like some orphan. No, the Bible says he hasn't left us as orphans. We are going to bug the judge. We're going to knock until he opens. This is what the Bible says. If you want your prayers answered tonight, Jesus tells us how to get our prayers answered. He says, knock and the door will be opened. Seek and you shall find. Ask and you shall receive. So I want you to keep knocking. Like Jared just said, we have to bug the judge. Ask the judge over and over. God, we put it before you. We put our prayer request before you. God, we're asking you to do this in our body. We're asking you to do this again. I don't care if it takes me praying 10,000 times. He didn't say how many times to ask, so I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to keep bugging. And interestingly enough, the parable says that the man opens the door at midnight. The wicked judge answers the woman's request, Mm. all because shameless persistence. Not because of relationship, not because they were in relationship with each other, but because they wouldn't stop knocking on the door. So here's what the Lord's saying. Knock again. There's 2,000 of you in the chat right now. Knock again. Ask again. God, I'm asking you. I have. I need healing in my family. My daughter has an issue she's going through. She needs healing in her body. I'm praying that God would heal her tonight. I'm That's praying true. that God would touch her back, that God would restore her. Now, I know some of the religious people, oh, look, Isaiah, one of his kids are sick. Oh, look, Isaiah has this issue and this sickness. And why hasn't God healed you? And my answer is, I have no clue. But guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to bug him again. I'm going to ask again. I'm going to pray again. And if God doesn't heal her tomorrow, I'm going to pray again. And if God doesn't heal her the next day, I'm going to ask again. And I'm going to keep asking until the door gets open. I'm not going to allow religion to set in. I'm not going to allow unbelief to set in. I'm not going to allow discouragement to set in. We come against that right now in Jesus' name. Tiredness, we come against it right now. Jesus' name. Tiredness, you're tired. I'm tired of asking. No, we're going to ask again. I pray, Lord, give us persistence. Give us endurance, God. Release breakthrough in this atmosphere, God. Release breakthrough into people's homes. Right there through your phone, the Holy Spirit is touching you right now. It's not about us in a studio. God is omnipresent. He's not bound to some temple or some building. You don't have to go to some mosque to encounter God. God is all places, all time fills, all space, all place. God can touch you. You might be driving. Someone right now is driving Amazon. And you have it on your AirPods and you're jumping off and you're putting a package down. And as you're sore in your body, God is healing you as you're driving at work. The healing power of God is touching you. Because of us? No, not because of us, in spite of us. The healing power of God is being released right now. We pray in Jesus' name, all sickness has to go. All disease has to go. All pain in your body has to go. I want Jared to pray right now because I believe there's an anointing on this. I have four kids. When we had our second kid, they did this special ultrasound on my wife because she was having some issues. Kid you not, the doctor said, well, my wife is pregnant with our second kid. We shouldn't be able to have kids. It should be impossible for us to have kids. And we have four kids. Jared has six kids. And so we believe tonight God desires you to have children. I want you right now, if you have not been able to have kids, if you've been barren, we see barrenness all throughout the scripture, and you have struggled to have kids, I want you to type one in the chat right now. I'm going to have Jared pray, and and if he feels to share on this. And we are believing tonight that God is going to heal your womb, and God is going to give you children, that you are going to be fruitful and multiply. So get ready right now. If you've been struggling, maybe you're male, and you've been struggling, and you're going, we went to the doctors, and whatever reason, it's just not working out. Maybe you're female, and you've been struggling. doesn't matter if it's a husband or the wife that's struggling. Now, please, 
Don't ask God to bless you if you're dating someone and you're trying to have a kid. Having children is for in marriage. It's God blesses that covenant of marriage. So I know I have to say that, but we're praying for those that are married to be fruitful and multiply. And we're going to break the power of the enemy tonight. Yeah, and I've seen, and Isaiah's seen this too. We've just seen God do miraculous things. And for those that have been trying, those that have been believing, those that have gone to even doctors, and they're saying there's no possible way you can conceive— I have countless testimonies of people that me and my wife just agreed for. And I don't know, Isaiah, like I've seen God do miraculous things with healing knees and backs. And there's something too that I've just seen over the years, just praying for a couple that desires to have a family. So if you are right now trying to have a baby and it's, dude, it's, it is God's desire for you to have yes. children, be fruitful and multiply. I want you to grab the, your, your spouse's hand right now. And we just want to pray for a, a miracle right now. So Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you that, Lord, one of the first commandments was to be fruitful and multiply. And these couples that are believing right now, Lord, they've wanted nothing. They would they would trade places with so many people right now that just to have a family, just to have children. So God, just like Hannah in the Bible that was, was just overwhelmed at her barrenness, Lord, you granted her request and you gave her a son. We just pray for children right now, Lord. It says they're a reward from you. So we just ask you, release your reward into these couples right now that have been praying, that have been desperate, that have been knocking, Lord, every single day for months and years. Lord, one of my friends, Daniel, right now, he just, his wife just gave birth and they've got the testimony that they should never have children. They have two children, despite what doctors have said, despite the inner workings of his wife not having all the parts, they have children. So we know, God, you can do anything. You can do miracles. So we just pull that testimony right now and we just release power of Jesus into every womb tonight. And we say, let life come forth in Jesus' name. Just put your hand If you're a husband, put your hand on your wife's stomach and just pray for her womb. Just say, produce life in Jesus' name. And so, God, we just expect breakthrough. We just expect couples to conceive, and we expect a lot of babies 9 to 10 months from now. Yes, Lord. (laughs) By faith, we're going to have celebration. We just pray by faith. Lord, I even have friends that put together cribs and set apart rooms in their homes, believing for that child, Lord, and you answered them. So God, we just pray, Lord, you would do it now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And I even pray, I was feeling two things. One, I remember we were doing deliverance on a lady. She could not have kids. And the demon literally said, I'm in her womb. We didn't ask the demon. The demon literally said, I'm in her womb. I'm in her womb. And the demon kept repeating itself over and over again. She got deliverance. We didn't pray healing. We prayed deliverance. And she conceived right after that. So somehow the devil's able and demons are able to block and stop. There's curses. There's generational curses. There's ancestral demons. Whatever. We don't care. We don't care if the demon came from your mom, your dad. It don't matter to me. We're casting it out in Jesus' name. It's coming out, yeah. And so tonight, any demonic power or demonic spirit in your womb, attached to your womb, or somehow preventing you from having children... We break it now in Jesus' name. We command every unclean spirit to come out now, out of your mouth, into the abyss now. Every spirit must go. Satan, you will not have our kids. You will not stop these children, these warriors from being born. We know how much the devil hates children. But right now, we break the devil's power. You have no power, Satan. Get out in Jesus' name. Get out in Jesus' name. The fire of God is against you, Satan. Maybe you have a generational curse of barrenness. We break the curse. The blood of Jesus is greater 
than any generational curse of sickness or disease. Right now, the blood of Jesus breaks the curse. Yeah. Father, right now, bring deliverance in wombs. And I even felt not just deliverance is happening, but I really feel this. And maybe you can let me know in the chat, because by the way, if you're wondering what we're staring at, we're staring at the chat. But I also feel this. Some of you, your husband does not want to have kids. And when you got married, your husband said he wanted to have kids. And all of a sudden he's like, I don't want to have kids, this and that. And I'm praying tonight God would change his heart because it's Good. been contentious in your marriage. It's been a struggle for you. You guys have fought about this back and forth, but I believe God, and let me know in the chat if I'm on this, but God is going to change your husband's heart. Now, also some of you women, you wanted kids and then you're like, I don't know if I want to have kids. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to live my own life, but your husband wants kids. And I'm praying that this would no longer be an issue, that God would change your heart or his heart so that you would have a beautiful family. I'm telling you, the Bible says, this is not my own words, this is what the Bible says, children are a gift from God. That's right. So don't be discouraged. And I know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the Holy Spirit tell me this right now. I know how discouraged some of you are. I know right now as we're praying, you you feel bitter right now because you go, they've already prayed for me at church. Everybody's prayed for me. I even feel embarrassed. I even feel ashamed that I haven't been able to have kids. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be condemned. God wants to heal you. God's not mad at you. God's not upset. God wants to heal you. God wants to restore you. So let's just keep praying. And well, what if it doesn't happen? Guys, what if it does happen? Mm. Why do we live our lives, Jared, saying, what if God doesn't show up? And some of you are afraid God's going to let you down like someone else has let you down. But why do we pray this? Like, what if God doesn't and start praying? What if God does? What if God does heal you tonight? What if God does open your womb tonight? What if God does restore you tonight could be your night? If God told us it's impossible, the doctors say, then God can do it in your life and God can do it in you. And Isaiah, one of my good friends... They, uh, this couple that we've known for years, never wanted to have children. Wow. And they were just like, no, we, we, were, we were messed up. We had all these issues. So they're like, why would we want to bring any children into our lives while we're messed up? And they, three months ago, had a radical encounter with God. And guess what the first thing they wanted to do is start a family. Come on. We just gave them some, some baby stuff that our child's grown out of by faith because they want to have a baby. So some of you, the root issue is... You just need an encounter with God, and yes. God will supernaturally change your husband's heart. So, Father, we just pray right now, Lord, for just a miracle in the heart, a heart transplant, plant, taking a heart of stone and making it uh, fresh and alive again in Jesus' name. For those that have just been bound up with even worry and fear, like, man, I'm, I don't know how to be a father. I didn't even have a father. I just want to say right now, God will surround you with good mentors, with good people, and guess what? You have a father in heaven who is the father to the fatherless, who will guide you. He's filled you with this spirit, and you're going to be an amazing father. That's what I hear right now. Some of your thoughts, some of the men that are watching this right now, you're like, I don't know how to be a dad. I didn't have a dad. And so that's like a, a lie from the pit of hell. You have the spirit of God inside of you. You are going to be an amazing father. The same way Jesus had compassion on people, you're going to have compassion. And when you hold that child for the very first time in your arms, Isaiah, I'll never forget the time I held my firstborn son Noah in my arms. And every child after that, I was like, I will do anything for this child. I will lay my life down for this child. Some of you, you just need to have that happen. Some of you just Come need on. to cross the line and just go, okay, I'm going all in. And when you hold that baby 
for the very first time a life that has been entrusted to you by God himself. It will change you from the inside yes. out, and it will erase a hundred other lies in your mind. It will erase all the fears that you've been carrying, things that you've been hurt, hearing from the enemy, because guess what? Your children are going to change the world. Come on. Your children are going to bring revival. It's sometimes I think it's about me. Isaiah thinks it's about him. Mm -mm. No, it's about our children. We're plowing away for your Come children, on. and it's going to be the next generation that sees amazing things, even things more powerful than we've ever seen. So, Father, we just pray more babies tonight, God. We just pray for the breaking of strongholds. Just come out of agreement now. Just pray this prayer. Say, I come out of agreement with every lie I've believed about children. Thank you, Some Lord. of you, you believe lies because you saw your nephews or your nieces and how crazy they were. I'll never forget. I saw a couple one time. And they're like, we don't want to have kids because we've seen our, our nieces and nephews and they're just wild and they're crazy. And I said, that's their kids. That's not your kids. Come on. And then they have three kids and they're amazing kids. Come on. They love having children now. So I just thank you in Jesus name for just babies to come forth. And Lord, we just pray for the breaking of every lie about yes. children, that they're a nuisance, that they're too expensive, that they're going to they're gonna change us and we'll never be able to have fun again. Listen, your single fun is nothing compared to when you get to enjoy it with the family. That is rewarding and rich, and it's so much more... Man, I don't know what it Come is, on. but we're talking about family Come tonight. On. We want more children. God is moving. And uh, here's something that happened to me. I, was, I only wanted two children. I only wanted two kids, and then I went to a service, and there was a man preaching that night, and he started talking about the importance of Christians having kids. And he said, listen, there's other religions that will have so many children, and they literally indoctrinate them at such a young age, and they're taking over the known world. And wow. that's their strategy, to really populate the earth and indoctrinate their children so that they could take over the world. And this preacher gets up and he goes, you Christians need to have more babies. Wow. Man, I answered that altar call, come on. and I went home, and so I got six kids now. <laughs> come on, come on, <laughs> so, Lord, do it. So we just do declare it. fruitfulness now. We just say yes. it's time for multiplication in the Christian communities. Come Come on. It's Why do the Mormons have all the kids, it's man? Happening. It's time for Christians. We need some of those 12 passenger fans Come in on. Jesus' name. Touch them, Lord. I want to pray too. I felt the Lord saying he's smashing cancer. He's crushing cancer. Yes. Cancer is so demonic. And I don't say just cancer is demonic. I mean, when you look at what cancer does and the way it destroys and multiplies and there's no cure for it, we are praying. We don't care whether it's a physical sickness yeah. or a demonic thing, because a lot of times when you look in the Bible, you'll see people that are afflicted by demons, and Jesus would heal them and deliver them. So a lot of times he would cast the demons and heal the sick together. So we do both, and actually tomorrow night our prayer target is deliverance. I'll be praying mass deliverance tomorrow night and talking all about that, but tonight is healing, obviously. I really believe cancer is not of God. There was no cancer right. in the Garden of Eden. God did not create you with the desire that you would die of cancer or have cancer. And I, I do believe cancer is 100% a plan of the enemy over your life. Again, we can argue, is it physical? Is it demonic? Is it spiritual? It doesn't matter. Our God heals and our God delivers. If it's not demonic, then it's physical and we'll pray healing. And if it's demonic, tomorrow night we're casting up demons. But my point is, cancer has to go. Cancer has to go. We pray tonight, every form of cancer. If you have cancer right now and you're in the chat or you have a family member with cancer, you're standing in the gap for it because you're... I didn't say this, but I probably should have said this before it's been 30 minutes. We're not just praying for ourselves to be healed. We're standing in the gap like I taught you guys last night 
for our friends and family. So tonight as you're praying, because remember this is a prayer meeting, you're also praying for your friends and family to be healed and restored. So I want you to right now, not don't just pray for yourself, but pray for friends and family that have cancer. We command that cancer to bow its knee in Jesus' name. We command that cancer's power to be broken. Cancer is so devastating. All of us know someone that has had it before and the way it ravishes a body. I know people that are just the most, most athletic, in shape, healthy, they have color, they have life, and then all of a sudden, they didn't even know there was cancer spreading in their body, and within months, their hair's gone, they're weak, mm. they've lost weight, they're in a hospital bed, and you just, it's inconceivable how something can destroy someone's body so quick. That is not God's will. Right. We come against you, cancer, right now. We come against every cancerous cell. Cancer, you have no power, you have no authority. The Lord rebukes you, cancer. We pray the healing power of God to be released right now. Cancer has to go. Ovarian cancer, we pray be healed right now. In Jesus' name. Cancer, someone in the chat said, I've cancer in my gallbladder. I command that to be healed Jesus right now name. in Jesus' name. Right now, breast cancer. We pray for testicular cancer. Someone in the chat put that yeah. earlier. Be healed in Jesus' name. Right now, all tumors we command to shrivel up in Jesus', Jesus name. name. You have no power. Come off of their body right now. You have no power. You have no authority. The Lord rebukes you, cancer. Every spirit of infirmity, just like in Luke 13, we command that spirit of infirmity to go in Jesus' name. Lung cancer, breast cancer, prostate cancer. I pray, God, you would heal. Someone said, I have stage four breast cancer. I pray for you, Brenda, right now. Be healed Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Not in my name. I have zero power. In the name of Jesus Christ, be healed right now, Brenda. In your body, be restored. Right now, cancer has to go. Tumors fall off in Jesus' name. We prayed for this girl in the early days of our revival, Jared. I kid you not, her cancer came out of her body into the toilet. Her mom put it in a bag. It was, I know this sounds gross, but it was chunks, balls of flesh. She brought it to the doctors. They sent it into a lab. They said, this is cancer. Somehow, this is what the doctor said. Wow. Somehow her body rejected the cancer. The night before, we prayed that the, her, the cancer would literally fall out of her. And the, I kid you not, the cancer fell out of her body. She was a 14-year-old girl in the early days of our revival. And I'm praying the same way that cancer fell out of that young girl after praying for her at the revival, that cancer would come out of you in Jesus' name. You have no power in my body. If you have cancer, I want you right now to lay your hands on your body right. and command that cancer to leave your body. Tell that thing, you have no power over me. You have no authority over me in Jesus' name. I know some of you are saying, why is the video on private? We had to make a new stream, guys. For those that are locked out, we made a new stream. So tell your friends and family that are trying to get into the other stream. This is a new broadcast on the YouTube channel, on Facebook, because the old one got messed up. But right now, cancer has to go. Disease has to go right now. All Jesus of it right name. now scoliosis we command backs to be straightened up in jesus name your back will not be crooked come in alignment in jesus name right now in jesus name if you have anything to we yeah, can just whatever and, sickness and i um i just want to share this some of what um you may be going through we're talking about major illnesses we're talking about healing in bodies but also as we were praying isaiah this picture came into my mind that the Lord wants to heal your heart of unforgiveness. Some of okay. what you are going through, some of what you're experiencing, doctors always want to get to the root cause. So they're going to they're going to start running all these tests and God is saying, "I want to do something in your heart right now. I want to heal your heart. Some of you you've had unforgiveness for years and years and years and God wants to set you free from that." From that tonight. Even Jesus talked about unforgiveness. He talked yep. about even when you have an offering and you're going to go lay it um 
at, at the altar, he says, yes. if you have unforgiveness with your brother, first go release your brother and forgive them. Forgiveness is so important in the, in the kingdom. Jesus said, hey, how many times have I, his disciples came to him and said, hey, my brother's offended me this many times. What's the maximum amount of times that I should forgive him? Is it seven times? And Jesus said, 70 times seven. So some of you, I just want to pray for your heart that you have been going through so much and you have been, you've been, your heart is hardened right now. Yes. So Father, I just pray in Jesus' name that they would respond to the word and they would release forgiveness. And God, this was going to solve a hundred other issues in their life right now because there's all of these other fruit issues that are popping up. Why am I so angry? Why do I have a temper? How come I can't get breakthrough? Why don't I feel God anymore? It's because of unforgiveness. It's like like a tree growing and all of a sudden somebody puts a bucket over it. It's not going to have the right environment. When you forgive, all of a sudden the life of Christ flows into you and out of you. You need to forgive. It is such a painful thing. So, Father, we just thank you for forgiveness. Isaiah, my my dad had this uh, issue in his heart. I remember we went to the hospital. They had a clogged artery, and then all of a sudden they put a stent in his artery, and as soon as the stent went in, all the blood started flowing. All the life started flowing again, and he told us when he came out of the hospital, he, goes, he said this, I feel like I can finally breathe again. Wow. Some of you, you haven't felt like you could actually breathe. You feel like this weight is on you. You feel like this heaviness is on you. But when your heart gets clear, all of a sudden, it's going to feel like you can finally breathe again. Why don't you start out 2024 with a clean heart, with a pure heart, one that's not bound with unforgiveness, one that's not bound with grudges. The Bible says Jesus said this, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Are you tired of not seeing miracles? Are you tired of not seeing breakthrough? Are you tired of not seeing what you've expected? Perhaps it's time for get your heart clean. To, to, maybe you need to do a heart cleanse. People talk, talk about a diet cleanse all, all the time and fasting, all that. Maybe it's a heart cleanse for you right now. In Jesus' name, I just pray that you would respond to the word and that you would receive breakthrough. I even see husbands repenting and asking forgiveness for their Come wives on. because you have been treating your wife so poorly for years and years and years. And you said, well, this is the way I was raised. And my dad did it this way. I don't know any better. You need to act like a man and ask for forgiveness right now. And you need to say, honey, you are the most precious gift that God has ever given me. And I'm sorry for the way I've been treating you. I'm sorry that I've been bossing you around and making you feel like you've just not done anything right. Some of like, this is going to be a revival in marriages this year in Isaiah. This is going to be a revival in intimacy and in marriages. No longer are you going to feel like housemates or just roommates. You are going to feel on. the romance come back into your marriage. You're, I feel this no for marriages. me too. You're going to feel no God just do something supernatural in all of your homes right now. So Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your presence that's flowing in. Some of you are watching this after the stream was over and it was sent to you and it was kind of like your wife sent this to you and you're just like, oh man, what is she trying to say? She's trying to say she wants to have her husband back. She come wants on. to have romance back in her marriage. She wants to say she's missing you. She wants to have it like it was when you when you used to pursue her in the days before you got married and you settled, well, guess what? This is going to be the best year of your marriage because you are going to have your heart right. You're going to have you're going to have all the love flowing back into your house. Thank in Jesus, you, Jesus. Name. Touch him right now, God. I even pray for people with mental. I know we call it mental illness, mental sickness. 
We can go all day on that, but I'm believing that God's going to heal you in your mind. Maybe there's a chemical imbalance. Maybe you've gotten diagnosed with schizophrenia or this or that. There's a million names that they give all these different things. I think a lot of these things are demonic, which tomorrow night we're going to do deliverance on. But also some of you legitimately have sickness. It's not just a demon. Mm. There is a sickness of a chemical imbalance in your brain or a missing part in your brain or something didn't develop as a kid. There's a physical component to it. And tonight, God wants to heal your mind. Whatever mental illness you're going through, God wants to bring restoration. God wants to bring healing right now. I know there's a lot of parents in the chat saying, my kid thinks they're trans, my kid this. We're praying that God would heal their mind right now. There's an issue going on with some of them in their mind. I think I'm this, I think I'm that. We're praying the healing power of God to touch minds right now. Confusion is broken right now in Jesus' name. Whatever schizophrenia, whatever bipolar, whatever manic depression, whatever... All these different mental illnesses that the doctors have said you have, I pray right now the healing power of God. Just listen, if that's you, if you have chronic depression, there's no reason why you should be depressed. And the doctors, well, there's a chemical this, you need to take this for your serotonin levels, whatever. I don't care. I want you to put your hand on your head right now, and I want you to start praying for the healing power of God to touch your head. This is a prayer meeting, so you're praying with us, guys. We're not just praying. You're also praying, God, right now. I just command all depression to go, anxiety to go, God, right now. Double-mindedness, we pray healing in our minds in Jesus' name. God, healing over anxiety, over depression, panic attacks. Some of you literally can't get in the car without having a panic attack. You can't get on the freeway. And I'm not making fun of you. You just can't get on the freeway. You have constant anxiety, constant panic attacks, all of these things. I pray God would heal your mind right now. And the Lord's going to bring peace to you. There's so much chaos in your mind God wants to bring peace. Why? Because he's the prince of peace. Mm. He's the king of peace. And the Bible says this. He gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. How do I get to that peace? Give up your understanding. And this is one thing the Lord's even showing me for 2024. This is going to sound so crazy, you guys, because this is anti what culture teaches. The Lord told me for 20, one of the things for 2024 for my life, and this is not a prophetic word. Okay, I'm not going on record here. Prophetic word. No, this is what the Lord showed me. He said, Isaiah... In 2024, one of the things you need to work on is you need to live in the moment. I was like, wait, what? The world tells us, you know, this, 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 live in the moment. Why are you telling me? And then Jesus said this, worry about today. Is this not what Jesus taught? Mm. Worry about today for tomorrow has enough worries in itself. And I'm one of the people that I'm worried about tomorrow, the next day, the next day. I even told my wife yesterday, I said, these eight days of streaming in a row, which I've never done before, I'm not even worrying about tomorrow. I'm not even worried about what I'm doing Thursday or Friday. I'm worrying about just today. And that's it. And then tomorrow I'll worry about the mass deliverance. Thursday we'll worry about the Holy Spirit stream. Friday, I don't care. I'm only worrying about today. I, I so live in the future all the time. And if you live in the future, you miss what God is doing right now. So Jesus said, live in the moment. Worry about today. So has good. enough worries in itself. So Father, I just pray, Lord, some of you have extreme anxiety because you're worrying about tomorrow and you're missing out on today. You're worrying about next week. Stop worrying about the future. Worry about right now. Focus on God right now. The phone teaches us to worry about everybody else's life, Wow. but God wants you to worry about your own life. So anxiety, you have to go. Sorry to tell you, you can't stay. Depression, you can't stay. Schizophrenia, you can't stay. All of these mental things. Again, I could OCD, ADD, all these things we say we have. I pray God would bring rest and healing to us right now. Right now, the doctors have labeled you sick, 
But you know what? God's labeling you tonight healed in Jesus' name. Yeah, that's Restored good. in Jesus' name. No more anxiety attacks in the car. No more anxiety attacks before work. I used to get anxiety attacks, Jared. My heart would literally race for no reason. And this is so dumb. I worked at Starbucks. It wasn't like a stressful job. I mean, the worst thing I could do was pour an extra shot on accident, right? It was espresso. <laughs> and before I would clock out every single day for no reason, I would go to clock out at work. My heart would start racing. I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. So stupid. In oh. my mind, I was like, this is so dumb. But I would have these anxiety attacks all the time. That is not God's will for your life. And That's here's right. the thing. I got saved, and I never had another anxiety attack. So I know somehow that was attached to my old life or the devil's kingdom. I don't know. Whatever. I just know God healed me of that. God healed me of anxiety. Constant anxiety. God healed me and restored me. I was always stressed out. Constant stress. My mom would say, you're going to have gray hair by the time you're 12, 13, 14. You're going to get gray hair. Relax. Stop stressing. And God delivered me and healed me of that. And God wants to right now. And I want to say this. I know that this is going to cause controversy. People are going to make videos. All of that. I, I literally could care less. I wish I could care less than I already care, but I could care less. I believe tonight God wants to heal children that have autism. I know yes. people, you know what I don't understand? We pray God will heal cancer. We pray God will heal every sickness, every disease, but then autism, we just don't believe God can heal. Why, why do we not believe God can heal? By his stripes, you've been healed. That's if right. the doctors say autism is something wrong with the kid, it's not something right, something wrong, why would God not want to heal that? Now, I'm not going on record here saying, it's a demon this. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying, God wants to heal your kid if they have autism, or if you do. God wants to heal you. And, and Jesus never turned you. anybody away. Come he on. never said, sorry, that's not on my list that Come I can't on. heal. Sorry, he raised the dead, Isaiah. Yes. And so there's nothing off limits for God. Lord. So there shouldn't be anything off limits no, for us. Why not. is this controversial? If you, it should not be. If you look at the young boy, he was foaming at the mouth. He was throwing himself in fire. He was throwing himself in water. He was falling on the ground, thrashing around. I mean, that kid would have been labeled schizophrenic maybe, or yeah. maybe autistic. We don't know. And Jesus delivered the boy. What would the doctor have labeled that boy? Well, he the, the father brings him to the doctor and says, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with my son. He's not really talking. He's throwing himself in fire. He's throwing himself in water. He's foaming at the mouth. He's rolling around on the ground, acting like he's dead. I don't know what's going on with this kid. The doctor would say, oh, he might be autistic. He might be schizophrenic. That's what the doctors would say. Yeah, Jesus said, we're going to deliver and heal this boy. And Jesus did. So, Father, I pray right now that you would heal yes. any person that has autism, any child that has autism, I pray, God, you'd bring healing and restoration in their mind. If they're struggling to speak or they're struggling yes. to do th to normal things, I pray, God, you would heal and you would restore. God, we know you are, according to the book of Hebrews, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So Holy Spirit, I pray right now, touch minds of those that have autism. I don't care where they are on the spectrum. They could be, well, they're low, they're high. It doesn't matter. Yes. doesn't matter. Jesus God name. wants to bring healing and restoration. And I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid. You can make clips about me all you want. Whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I want to see God heal people. And I know God can heal all sickness That's and right. all disease according to Psalms 103. And make a clip Restore. when your son or daughter gets healed. Yes. That's what we want to see, We too. had a pastor friend, literally, he came to one of the services we were at. And he's he's pretty known, and his son was nonverbal, and they said he was had autism, nonverbal. I kid you not, he goes to a service. He posted this all over Facebook. It went viral. It was incredible. His son was nonverbal, went to a service. They prayed for him, just prayed that God would heal him, whatever was going on with him, goes home and starts full on talking, and wow. is talking this day. It was one of the most, honestly, incredible videos I've seen in my life, because he has videos of him not being able to talk, all the doctor reports, and then this pastor posted a video of his son 
full-on sentences. I mean, what kind of tears would that bring a parent wow. whose son was, I don't know how old he was, 11 or 12 years old. He was in that range, never could talk, and now he can talk. Is our God not a hero? Guys, wow. do we do we believe the Bible or not? And when I saw that, I was so shocked. And I'm like, is that not like our God to do something like that? To heal someone that's nonverbal? I, I just honestly, call me crazy, I believe God can kill anything. I believe God can restore. I don't care if you're missing an arm. People say, well, if you believe God can heal, then why isn't their arm growing back? Yeah. I believe God can. I know a pastor that has an amputated leg. And every single time we do revival services and pray for the sick, he gets prayer for his leg to grow back. And has his leg grown back? Not yet. But guess what? We're going to pray tomorrow. His leg would grow back. So you get to choose tonight what camp you're in. You can either be in the camp of unbelief, the camp that God doesn't do this anymore today, mm -hmm. or you could be on the camp that says God can do anything. Nothing is hard for our God. His yeah, arm is strong. Good. His ear is attentive to our prayers. He's not deaf. He's not blind. He's strong. And I just, I'm believing for the crazy impossible tonight because our God is the God of the impossible. Yeah. Thank and, you, Lord. And Jesus said this too. He said to his disciples, you really want to enter the kingdom? You have yep. to become like a child. Yes. There's something about children. Isaiah, you're talking about worry. Children are not worried about nope. tomorrow. Children aren't worried about the bills. Children aren't worried about if they're going to have enough. No, they look to their father and, and their mother and go, hey, I've got more than enough. Come on. My parents are going to provide for me. I'm, I'm okay. I am not worried. I'm not worried if I'm going to sleep good tonight. Children have no cares in the world. Jesus says, if you want to be part of this kingdom, that's the way that you need to trust me. Yes. So we come tonight with faith like children. We want this childlike faith to be released tonight, God. So I pray for everyone in this childlike chat, faith. everyone that has had discouragements, that have had doctors tell them uh, you'll never be healed, people that have been told you'll never have children, wow. people over the years that said, and even by your parents or grandparents saying, this is a generational curse that will never be broken because it's happened for four or five generations. Some of you have heard that about divorce. Well, guess what? It's being broken tonight. Some of you have heard about infertility. It's being broken tonight. Some of you have heard about uh, propensity to have drug addiction and alcohol abuse. It's being broken tonight. Every curse was broken for because he became the curse for us. He took care of every sin, every generational curse, and by his stripes yes. we were made whole. When he was on the whipping post, every one of the lashings, every his body was ripped to shreds yes. for our behalf so that we could be whole. So tonight, it doesn't matter if it's a headache, if it's cancer, if it's autism. Jesus is our healer, and we come to him with this childlike faith tonight. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we just released the healing power of your son, Jesus. Jesus, you turned nobody away. You actually took the road that nobody would travel on and went into regions and healed people. So Jesus is coming to your house tonight. Yes. Jesus is coming to your living room tonight. Jesus is coming to you in your car, in your hospital room, wherever you're at tonight, and he is going to heal you. When yes. he walks in the room, guess what? Everything bows. Everything has to submit to him. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of Lords, and there's no other name more powerful than the name of Jesus. So we, by faith, just say, in Jesus' name, be healed. Yes. Cancer is gone in Courtney, Jesus' be name. be healed right now. Courtney says that my windpipe collapsed. I'm dependent on a trach, and my kids just want to hear my voice again. That makes me move with compassion. Wow. I pray, Lord, right now. And guys, whatever you're going through and you have, don't spam it, but type it in the chat. We're going to pray specifically yep. here. Um, you can try if you feel comfortable, Jared. They're going to start coming super okay. fast here, but Let's we'll go. try. But right now, Courtney, be healed in your throat, in your windpipe. I pray the healing power of God 
to touch you right now in Jesus' name. So guys, whatever you have, put it in the chat. If you yep. want to put your name, because some of you have crazy names on here that are not your names, like uh, animation. Obviously, that's not your name. Put your name. Put what you need healing of. Try to make it clean because we're reading thousands of people. There's 2,700 people yeah. commenting on here right now. Put it there so we can pray. I pray for Ashley, God, remove the chest pains. In Jesus' name, I pray for chronic ear infections for Mary Jane. God, heal her right now in Jesus' name. I pray for uh, Rafa's throat to be healed in Jesus' name. I pray for Nisa's tooth. God, bring healing. Um, Lulucida, I pray your skin disease would go. Yes, Tendinitis be healed. Anxiety at work for Jade right now. Over HC, healing in body. Over Liz, migraines. Go now. Audrey says carpal tunnel for 11 years. Audrey, be healed in Jesus' name. Right now, 17 years infertile in your marriage. Mm. Be healed right now in Jesus' name. Kathy, I pray that spirit of laziness would be broken off of you. I pray for Monica's son that mental health would be restored. I pray for Naomi, says I have uh, screws in my spine from scoliosis. Be healed in Jesus', Jesus name. name. Your rally from stomach ulcers and iron deficiency. Be healed right now. Jesus I pray for name. Amy's lump and her thyroid in Jesus' name. I pray for September's dyslexia. God, bring healing. Lupus of Brittany. Go in Jesus' name over Josette, severe allergies right now. Tooth decay, Yamel's tooth decay. We command all tooth decay, all pain in the mouth, be healed. Josiah, I pray your skin disease would go in Jesus' name. I pray Tara, the lump in her breast, would shrivel up in Jesus' name. Jesus I pray name. for uh, the daughter there to be healed of ulcers. I pray for Cheryl's eyes to be healed, breathing disorders, skin conditions right now. In Jesus' name, vertigo and dizziness for Dahlia. Dahlia, be healed tonight in Jesus' name. Michelle, I pray your arthritis would be restored in Jesus' name right now. And be I just, restored. And Go I ahead. just saw this word, and the Lord just highlighted it to me, and it, it was incurable. It said incurable disease, and we believe that that is not the case. We believe everything is curable. Everything, Jesus can heal all, every infirmity, every disease, so, Father, we just break the power. There's a lie that the devil is going to want to want you to believe the rest of your life that you'll always be this way. It is not God's desire for you to stay that way. You may have been born with an issue, but God will deliver you tonight. Yes. So, Father, we just thank you for every incurable disease to be healed in Jesus' name. Let it yes. be a sign and a wonder. Jesus, you said we would do even greater things than you. So, Father, we thank you for your power flowing in. We just thank you for— we, Yeah, we thank you for Rebecca to be healed yeah. right now in Jesus' name. Kayla to be, he be healed. healed right now. We thank you for uh, uh, Lacey to be healed right now. RB to be healed. Whiskers yes. for his hunt for son ADHD of her hunter to be yes. healed right now in Jesus name. Nancy's neck pain to be healed right now. Ed's uh, to be healed right now. Annie thank to be you. healed right now in Jesus name. The autoimmune disease to be healed in Jesus name. Leslie. We command all the medication that has been happening that you have to keep taking. We just ask you for a miracle that you could get off the medication. We know that you want to see that. We thank you for Marie's marriage being healed right now. Daniel's asthma to be healed Lots right now. Lots of severe now. acne, too, yep. asking for healing of. Yep, just skin disease acne, to be healed right now in Jesus' name. Grace's right ear to open up in Jesus' name. We thank you for joy being healed of sickle cell disease right now. We thank you for Parkinson's and Elaine to be healed right now. We thank you for a transplant, a liver transplant. We just thank you. Even though you need a transplant, we just pray for healing of your liver yep. right now in Jesus' name.
Thank you, God. Just in salvation, Lord. We pray those that are addicted, addicted to vaping, that that would be broken tonight. Opiate name. withdrawals from Tyler. You will not withdraw from your drug addiction. Those of you that are coming off of drugs, you will not withdraw in Jesus' name. Be healed. Yeah. High blood pressure. No be healed over cares. Kidneys be restored right now in Jesus' name. I pray right now for Legacy's dad's yeah. high blood pressure. I pray right now for breathing issues that Chrissy has. Be healed off of Facebook. Chrissy, I see you there. Yep. Be healed in Jesus' name over Emmanuel's jaw pain. Father, I pray you would heal him right now in Jesus' name. There's nothing too small, you guys. Mm. I had years and years ago dropped a weight on one of my toes. For This sounds so dumb, but I want to show you. I have, a, I have a purpose in this story. For like three or four years, I had constant pain in my toe from dropping a weight on it. And I was about to go preach, and my brother was like, hey, let me pray for you. And I was like, okay, sure. He's like, I want to pray healing over your body. And he had no clue about my toe. I didn't really tell anybody. This was years and years ago. He's praying for me that God would heal me. I'm like, he doesn't even know what, I have nothing wrong with me. And as he's praying for God to heal me, my toe gets instantly healed. I literally felt the pain after like three years of constant pain. As he's praying for me, I felt the pain leave my toe. And I was like, Lord, why would you heal me? I never prayed for healing. I thought like, it's my toe. Who cares? It's too small. And God said, Isaiah, every pain in your body matters to me. Even wow. if I would never have prayed for my toe. I would never say, pray for me. My toes have been in pain for three years. I didn't even care. I was so used to it. But God said, no pain is too small. So there's no pain in your body that God says, it's too small. I only do cancer. I don't really do that. No, God wants to heal you right now in Jesus' name. I pray for missed tension and stress, Graves disease right now, be healed in Jesus' name. I pray for Pastor Hector that had something ruptured, be healed. For Elaine's arthritis, yes. be healed right now. I pray breakthrough from someone said, uh, baby, my baby has seizures, be healed. Jesus Kelly, name. your thyroid disease, disease has to go right now. Tremors have to go right now. Dry mouth, Sjogren's disease has to go in Jesus' name. High cholesterol, we pray be healed. Uh, I don't even know how to say some of these. Intestinal cystitis, I pray be healed in Jesus', Jesus name. name. Chipping of the teeth. A lot of you are having teeth issues, tooth decay, your teeth are chipping. I pray be healed in Jesus' name. Noah's autism, I pray wow. God heal him and restore him. I pray for Sunshine's wife's back, be healed in Jesus' name. Yes. Neuropathy, you have to go right now in Jesus' name. Narcolepsy, I don't even know what some of these are, but be healed. Lyme's disease over Lori, be healed in Jesus' name. Yeah. Shannon, your shoulder pain, be healed. I pray for your wisdom teeth pain, be restored. Hepatitis B and liver disease. Even some of you that had a sinful lifestyle and you have all these STDs and incurable diseases, you have AIDS and whatnot, God can heal you right yes, now. He can. God can heal you. You're in the kingdom of light. I've seen God heal people of incurable STDs. Spinal deformity over AJ, be healed right now. MS from Tracy, God heal her. White hand syndrome from Chris, for Chris. God, I pray all of these prayer requests. Now, of course, we're missing a bunch of things. God doesn't miss them. Okay, we're reading a chat right now, but God knows all of these prayer requests we're bringing before him. We're coming in agreement. We come in agreement for every sickness in the chat right now. And also people are praying for you as well in the chat. It's like 3,000 of us on here praying. There's people praying for wow. you as well, not just us. So migraines be healed right now. Wendy, your lungs be healed. Jolene, I pray that brain tumor would leave you now in Jesus' name. Right now, over Christie's sinus issues, be healed. Thank you, Lord, for Caleb. Yeah, and we thank you for, um, I just saw a, a broken heart to be healed because kids are running from the Lord. Come on. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I know we just prayed this last night, but we're going to pray it again because yep. what? We're supposed to be persistent. Yes. So we pray for children to come back to the Lord, that we just, we just by faith say, this is the year to come home. Welcome home, son. 
Welcome home, daughter. Just like the prodigal son, the father came running, running back to his children. So, Father, we just thank you for kids returning to the Lord. We just pray that this would be the year that prodigals come home. Yes. If you need a prodigal to come home, put it in the chat. Yes. And we just thank you that this would be the year. Isaiah came home. Come Jared on. came home. My cousins came home. Let this be the year you, that we have to put another leaf in the table because all of a sudden sons and daughters came back home, that we need them to come back to the Lord. Father, we just thank you for our friends, our family members that have been running from you, that have been out there working on their testimony. We pray your testimony's finished. Come now on. it's time for you to start a testimony of God's faithfulness and his keeping power over your life, that no longer will you run. No longer will you keep in those same sin cycles. We just pray that you would be sick to your stomach from all of what you've been doing and that you'd find the emptiness and the destruction and that it would not be too late, that the Lord would actually let you see that this is leading to death. That's what sin leads to and that you would turn back and come back home to the Father. So yes, God, we salvation. just thank you for salvation coming to homes miracle. in 2024. Salvation coming to homes in Jesus' name. Yep, salvation is the greatest miracle, God. Save our family. God, save them. Ryder wow. and John and Melody. Jesus, God, help. right now, Nancy, Bring healing, bring restoration, God. I pray over Vanessa's severe anxiety, you restore it. Zoe has asthma, asthma, anxiety, acne, infections. I pray be healed in Jesus' name. Glaucoma, blindness over Angela's mom. Jesus God, I pray name. anyone that's blind, we haven't prayed for eyes. Anybody yeah. in the chat that has eye issues, that has blindness, I just pray right now that your eyes would be opened. We see Jesus constantly healing the blind. This is a theme throughout the New Testament. Eyes be healed. Ears, if you're deaf, I pray your ears would be healed Jesus in Jesus' name. mighty name. God, right now, just restore ears. I pray in Jesus' name. I pray over cataracts that would go now. Any blood clots, we say be healed in Jesus' name. Right now, be healed in Jesus' name. Tinnitus and loss of hearing. Yes. I pray hair loss right now would be restored in, in Jesus', Jesus name. name. God, restore these bodies. These are your people, God. There's so many needs. It's overwhelming, but these are God's people. Yes. God loves you. God wants to heal you. God wants to restore you. If he's done it for one, he will do it for another. It is God's will. And again, we keep asking. Sometimes you get healed instantly, but sometimes like the 10 lepers, he said, as you go, and as they walked out the word, they were healed as they went. That's right. So some of you might get healed instantly right now. Some of you will get healed over the span of a few days. Some of you need to walk out the word God has given you, and there's going to be healing there. For that rare skin cancer that Tara has, we say be healed in Jesus' name. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. We're going to go a couple more minutes here, guys. We just we know a lot of you are writing in comments. These comments will stay on the replay, so people will be watching this uh, we'll probably have 25,000 people watch this by tomorrow and they'll see all of these live chats and they'll be praying as they watch this and these prayers are going to keep getting prayed. We're going to keep putting these before God. It's coming to his throne boldly as his children can. Yeah, we just thank command you, diabetes uh, to be healed in Jesus' name. We thank you for insomnia being healed right yes. now. We just thank you for peace in the night. If you've had trouble sleeping, I've got family members that have trouble sleeping. Yep. We just pray that you would have no trouble sleeping and let it be a sign and a wonder right now that you would have the best sleep of your night of your life tonight yep. in Jesus name. We just thank you for peace at night. No more restlessness. We just thank you for healing of your mind. We just thank you for healing uh some of these mental health issues that Isaiah mentioned earlier. We just thank you for memory being restored. We just thank you that, yeah, no more medication to sleep. We just say no more medication to sleep. We just break the power of Crohn's disease right now in Jesus' name. We just break the power of nightmares right now in Jesus' name. Your girl's nightmare, Janet, she was made to have peaceful sleep now in Jesus' name. 
We thank you for um, uh, memories being restored, hearing being restored. We command anxiety to go right now in Jesus' name. Mark's abdominal pain, we command healing into your stomach right now in Jesus' name. Diabetes and Teresa, we command you to be healed. In Jesus' name. We just thank you for Judy. Judy's daughter wants a baby. Father, we just pray that Judy would be a grandma. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. And guys, I want to pray one last thing. We're trying to do these prayer an hour a day. Because if we do two, three hours, people get overwhelmed. They don't join on. So we're trying to keep it. Some of you have never prayed for 20 minutes. So this is new for you. And we're developing together. And you're going to hear it throughout this entire week. And again, Monday I'll have a teaching. But we have prayer tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Thursday at 6 o'clock. Friday at 1 o'clock. Then a, a Friday night podcast, Saturday at 6 o'clock, and Sunday at 6 o'clock to end it off. But you're going to hear a constant theme of recurring prayers. This is Prayer is bringing it before God, petitioning God. We're not repeating ourselves like the Pharisees, but we're bringing our request before the Lord. Now, praise is a part of that. Worship is a part of that. Petition is a part of that. That's when you ask God for things. Intercession is also a type of prayer where you're interceding for somebody. So there's different types of prayer, and we're going to work through all of these things. We're petitioning, we're interceding, we're also teaching, we're praying for encounters and and things like that. Friday, we'll be talking about the secret place of prayer. Thursday, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. Tomorrow night is mass deliverance. So if you have a demon or you have a family member that's demonized, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, we are casting every demon you can think about. I have a list of like two to 300 demons that we're casting out and more. We're going to be going after it full on deliverance. I'm going to be repetitively commanding things to leave you. Some of you, I know when we do deliverance, you're like on the verge of getting free and then we just stop. We're going hard for an hour tomorrow, casting these things out. We're going to talk about how do you even know if you have a demon tomorrow night? So that's going to be for you, for your kids, and we'll keep it as kid-friendly as possible. That's going to be tomorrow. But one last thing I want to pray before we hang out for just a couple minutes, we're going to be on here for a couple more minutes, is that you would be a healer, that you would go and heal the sick. Now, Jesus... I pray for the sick and I believe in it. But if you go read the New Testament, Jesus didn't go tell the disciples to go heal the sick, to go pray for the sick. He said, go heal the sick. So if you go read your Bible, Luke 10, Matthew 10, when he sent them out, he said, go heal the sick. Now, why wouldn't he tell them just pray? Because he already gave them the power. He said, go do it. So God's commissioned you to pray for the sick. I want to see you guys get activated. This is not about a celebrity preacher, celebrity pastor. I hate this idea that it's just... The man of God is the one that ministers. I don't even like going to services where it's just the one man ministering. It's all of us praying for each other. It's the body of Christ. There's no celebrities here. The only celebrity is Jesus. There's no celebrities here. It's not about one person. It's about the body of Christ walking in their giftings, walking in the power of the Spirit. So Mark 16 says, you will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You're, You're called anointed. Right now, God is commissioning you. Well, how do I know if I'm called? Go read your Bible. You're already called. You're already chosen. It's already in his (laughs) word. Mark 16, all believers. All you got to do is believe. Now, if you don't believe, don't go try and pray for the sick. But all you have to do is believe and you'll heal the sick. So, Father, I pray right now that you would just commission every single person tonight in this broadcast. 2,600 of you watching, I pray every single one of you would lay hands on the sick and see them recover. And God made it so simple. He said, just lay your hands on the sick. You all have that ability. So, Father, right now, I pray you'd release your Holy Spirit power. I pray you would release faith would rise up right now. I pray you'd release boldness. And I pray we would be moved with compassion. Be moved with compassion. So, Father, right now, anoint them, God, to heal the sick. Empower them to heal the sick. Let them walk in boldness. Let them walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. And let them pray for the sick. God, give them the faith. Some of you, you just need to cross the chicken line. What is the chicken line? It's when you want to pray for the sick 
and you're right there, but it's just, oh, I don't want to go ask them if they need prayer. I don't want to pray for my family. I'll be afraid. You just got to cross over the chicken line. Don't be a chicken. Cross over and just do it. I'm going to pray for you right now. Stop so saying, good. oh, I'll put you on my prayer list. Don't put them on your prayer list. Pray for them right there and then. If somebody says, yeah, I'm sick, keep me in your prayers. I'm not keeping you in my prayers. We're praying right now. Mm. We're praying right now. We're laying hands and praying. I don't care if we're at Starbucks, Walmart, the gas station. Doesn't matter. We're praying right now. Stop saying like, oh, I'll pray for you. No, pray for them right now. Yeah. The same spirit. Let me remind you that raise Christ is alive on the inside of you. Like you guys know you have God in you, Jesus in you, the hope of glory. So you can do this. I, you got this. I believe in you lay hands on them. Well, how do I do it? You lay your hand on them and you ask the Lord to heal them. You command their body to be restored in Jesus name and watch the power of God. Some of you aren't seeing the power of God because you don't need the power of God. You watch Netflix all day. You don't need God to show up while watching Netflix or scrolling on TikTok. You got to put yourself in a position where you need God. Like when you get on tonight, I'm like, Lord, I need you. I can't do anything without you. I can't even speak without you. I don't even know how to give announcements at church. I need the power of the Holy Spirit. So watch when you start putting yourself in a position at school, at work, at your family reunion, wherever you're at. And you're like, I really need so God good. to heal right now. God will fill that vacuum, fill the void and show up in your life. God, I pray, show up, God, show up, Lord. I pray in Jesus name, just touch him right now in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. You guys are commissioned. This is your time. This is your moment. We're doing seven days of prayer to start the year. On the ne next Monday, we'll have, I don't know if we'll have a podcast next Tuesday, even though I said we will, because we have a podcast Friday night. So I don't know if I want to do a podcast Friday night and then three days later do another podcast, but we're doing eight, nine streams in the next, well, in eight days, the first eight days of the year. Please make sure you join tomorrow at six. Also guys, I'm not a beggar. I'm a believer. Pray about sowing into our ministry. We're able to keep doing this because you guys support. All of our content is free. We're able to do this because you guys support. So and one of the changes of 2024, this is a big commitment because I don't feel like I have any uh, like extra time to do live streaming, but we are committing, my wife and I, she'll be with me sometimes, committing, praying every week with our monthly partners. So Thursday afternoon, every single week, we're going to be getting in a Zoom prayer meeting for at least an hour and praying with our monthly partners. So if you want to be a part of that, I'm going to give you a cheat code here in a minute, but if you want to be a part of that, you can go to isaiahsaldivar.com slash partner and monthly sign up. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, Isaiah, I can't afford to sign up, but I want to get in the prayer meetings, okay? Don't tell anyone, even those 2,500 of you, don't tell anyone what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> All you have to do, if you can't afford to get in these calls or the partnership to get in the Zoom calls, I can't open it to the whole stream because you guys crash Zoom when we do that is just sign up for a dollar a month, okay? There's no limit. There's no, oh, you have to give 25. None of that, none of that. We don't do so $24 for any of that. If you sign up for a dollar, if you sign up for 50 cents, which someone signed up last night for 10 cents, that's fine. A dime a month, it's all good. Whatever you can do, then that will get you the link. That will get you the email for me. So if you can't afford it, you can sign up for a dollar if you need to. If you can afford it, partner with us monthly so we can keep doing this for free. You'll get other perks and stuff, which I, on, the, on these prayer streams, I'm not going to read donations. I'm not going to do a large thing because I just want to make these about God and prayer. But I do want to mention we'll be doing weekly prayer meetings starting not this next week, but the week after. And if you're a partner, don't worry. I'll make sure you get the link. I'll post publicly about it. I'll spam you. You'll get the link. Trust me. That link that I'm going to send you guys in a couple weeks will last all year. It'll be a static Zoom link and you can get in with our Thursday afternoon prayer, okay? So pray about that. And, and I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say this. Don't do it behind your spouse's back. I know some of you ladies are like, my husband doesn't want me to give to the ministry, but I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> I personally wouldn't do it if, if my husband or wife is against it. Ask your spouse, pray about it. Hey, 
Let's partner monthly with them. But if, if you don't have the finances, don't do it, okay? If you're, listen, I'm gonna say something a preacher won't tell you. If you're struggling to pay your bills, don't partner with us. You need to be use wisdom. If you're not, if you can't afford to keep your lights on, guys, don't be sending money to the ministry, okay? Do what you can do. And if you can do it, do it. If you can't, then just stay with us here, okay? You're gonna get all the content for free. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. I also wanna say, Jared is also posting and uploading regularly. Please subscribe to his channel. It's Jared and Candace on YouTube. It will come up right away when you type it. I'll make sure after this video, I'll post it in the description. Mods, you can post it right now in the chat. Jared and Candace, go subscribe to them. Guys, I'm believing that as this week goes on, this will just grow and grow and grow, okay? We had 3,000 last night, 3,000 tonight. I know we had a bunch of issues. We lost a lot of people. You know what? It doesn't matter. Whoever God wants to be here is going to be here. Good. So tomorrow night, come back at 6, Mass Deliverance. Thursday, we're praying about the whole, is going to be Holy Ghost. Friday, Jared will be back with me at 1 o'clock is the secret place in prayer. We're just going to really pray in the Spirit. We're going to really go deep in with God, ask God to encounter us, pray for encounters. That's going to be amazing. And then Saturday is going to be worship, which is a part of prayer. We're going to be having worship. And pretty much we're going to focus on worship on Saturday. We're going to have our kids. Jared's kids will be on the stream. My kids will be on the stream. A bunch of kids are going to be on the stream. That's going to be from my living room on Saturday. But that's going to be focused on worship, worshiping God. And then Sunday, we're going to close it out. But guys, please make sure you subscribe to Jared. Is there any closing thoughts you want to give before we I, end? I have I'm one more to go bonus. Yeah, go for it. I go got for one it. more bonus. Um story out of the bible i want to share go for it this is in um what was it second kings chapter 5 verse 10 and 11 and it says this but elisha sent a messenger out to him with this message go and this is naaman this was like a guy in the army he had the skin disease and it said this go and wash yourself seven times in the jordan river then your skin will be restored and you will be healed of your leprosy but naaman became angry and walked away, and he, and this is what he said, I thought he would certainly come out to meet me. He said, I expected him to just wave his hand over the leprosy and wow. call in the name of his Lord God and heal me. Naaman had this issue where he did not want the word of God to be released over his life. He's like, I just want it the easy way. I just want Isaiah, the celebrity preacher, to just do something supernaturally. But maybe tonight, God is asking you to do something. Maybe God is asking you to have somebody else pray for you. Maybe God is saying, have your child pray for you. And you're like, no, my child doesn't have anointing. They have issues and they don't obey me. But maybe God is asking you to do something that's different. Because this man just wanted Elisha or Elijah to wave his hand over Good. him, but he had to go dip himself in a dirty river seven times. So I just want to pray this as we close tonight, yep. Isaiah, is like sometimes God challenges us and we don't want to do what he asks us to do. And perhaps maybe this could be a breakthrough for you when you just be obedient to his word. Right now as I'm talking, you're actually remembering something that the Lord has spoken for you to do. I had a, a friend that had carpal tunnel issues and he said, God has told me this, he's going to heal me over time and he said this every every week at church he was required by the lord to go up and get prayed for and he says little by little by little over time i got miraculously healed to where i have full mobility now wow. i don't know what it means but god is asking you to do something and you're just looking for the just wave it once and just let it be healed and god's saying no actually i want to build a testimony in your life and faith so god whatever that is yes i felt it so strong tonight god i pray that they would be just 
They would respond to your word. They would not just be hearers, but they would be doers of your word tonight, God. And it would just not be a testimony for them, but it would be for everyone else around them. So, Father, I just bless them now with that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm so glad you shared that because a lot of times we. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiahsaldivar.com for more content and please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.